Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. before with just a little twist uh man i'm just really vibing on that right now i don't know about you man vibing on it yes the internet connection clear do you you, you, can you hear me okay i know that um you're very prone to vibe on your own music are you saying that you didn't take any part in creating that song isn't it our music i don't know i don't remember doing that you don't remember? No, I don't. Were you like under the influence of something or was that like twenty years ago? Yeah, I don't even think you ever anyway, it's fine. It's fine that you don't remember creating the masterpiece uh that is the theme song to our show. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. It's me, because I'm special, and I'm the, I'm the, I'm the guest. So you know, take it away, Ryan. You mean we, the spirit of rock? <laughs> the spirit of rock. Special, guys. Uh, the Holy Spirit of Rock is is uh, is joined the us personage, today. The holy personage. Of the rock. holy personage of rock. <laughs> Right, because, you know, we don't want to discriminate. Personage, I think, is the better way. Yeah, we thought that, uh, you know, maybe we should have a, another conversation and uh, put it out, because it's been a little while. Been a little while? Yeah, we uh, used to do it on a regular basis. Uh, how long has it been? At least maybe a month since we let one out yeah we let um we we did a like a 2022 opener you know 22 oh. 2022 begins that's a, that was what we did yeah that enthusiastic uh opening to the year oh for sure Optimistic. i mean the one where i said how everyone's expecting great things to happen how everyone's expecting this to be the best year of their life how everyone's expecting you know, all those doors to open that had been, you know, locked and shut all those years. And you're like, no, there are a lot of people that are expecting it to be the worst year of their lives. And uh, so I guess you got to have both sides of the coin, right? Polarity. Polarity. It also seems like you're you're staring up at the ceiling with a 
there's a little bit of a smirk like i'm just gonna ride this out and see what he says about it see what he says no yeah i mean what do you mean by polarity um i think you know what i mean by that i can't read your mind brother you have to elaborate (laughs) there's good and bad in the world and they kind of there's there's opposing forces that balance each other out you believe you believe in good and evil um I believe in energies and certain energies, you know, provide people a feeling and and an association. So maybe like a, like a negative and positive, you believe in uh, protons and electrons kind of thing. Negative. I mean, there's, is is it protons, electrons or protons? There's different energies you can experience and, and, you know, that's just kind of what it is. And there's consequences to certain actions. That's undeniable. Yeah, this is undeniable, uh, especially, you know, with your buddy, certain consequences to saying certain things or po- poking certain buttons. Really? Like, what? what's an example of a button that you might allegedly push that would generate a specific reaction, maybe? Do you remember that one time when I directly punched you straight in the, you know, it wasn't really that memorable because I barely felt it enough for it to register as a memory. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. And it, it was memorable because the 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 equal and opposite reaction was, you know, you waited your time. You were very patient when I wasn't uh, on guard, <laughs> and uh, the the return fire was uh, extremely painful. Well, you know that's that's science right (laughs) science is that polarity is that i think that might have been uh pounds of pressure force (laughs) that you your body were measuring you know okay all right your body measured i should say okay well this was uh in the last great conversation that we um just had not too long ago you know we talked about this weird happy medium that this show creates between grade school banter yeah antics and super philosophical conversations i feel like we 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 ride that line or stride you know whatever you we walk that line so very carefully so very well i mean it's what sets us apart frankly it's a tightrope act. It is a tightrope act, bro. Simultaneously be mature and Im- as immature as anyone's ever been in the public eye. <laughs> oh, 100%. You know, I bring a lot of weight of the maturity and you bring, you know, the childish antics. Balancing act, really. I guess that's up for review. <laughs> up for review, okay. Beautiful listeners, please call in and tell us who is the most <laughs> immature, who brings the most gravity to the situation bro one of these days we should do like a live stream or something and have a call in and do that that'd be hilarious that'd be great yeah we'll have a poll on that what do you like most about inside the sound the childish antics or the philosophical conversation 
Should uh, there be a? There's a both another, option. Should be a both. Is there option. a C? All of the above. Yes, there's an all of the above there. I, I believe. Yeah, man, I I really do agree. Uh, I think um, there's been some kind of driving force in this show that has given us the platform, what do you want to call it, the opportunity to connect with great, like other great minds and be able to vibe with them on certain levels that I didn't anticipate, like was completely, it's taken, I think it's both by surprise and how, how we've been able to like, I don't know, man, make these connections. They seem really authentic and really, uh, you know, like, like we're actually getting to know people instead of just trying to, I don't know, like create a, like a money machine or, uh, you know what I mean? Like a, like, oh, we're in this worth of dollars. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, it's a dream job, right? Like, and being able to, like being able to do this and only this would be amazing, right? But like, there's a connection. There's some kind of angle here that I'm, that I'm, it's been a, almost like a mystery that we're they're unraveling bit by bit as we, as we continue on with these conversations. You know what I mean? There's like a thread. Yeah, that's one thing that um, the insight into these people's personalities on an individual basis um, has been, it's been pretty awesome, you know, that people have been willing to be candid. You know what I mean? 100%. They have, and let's be honest about it we don't necessarily always ask easy questions or we don't always get curious and maybe ask things that the answer could be a little personal. Maybe some of these people didn't necessarily want to go there, but they were willing to. And it, it did provide, you know, like you said, it's, it's a human thing to be able to connect and talk about life. And people that are in this creative space and have these desires to do creative things, you know, it's nice to know that uh, there's a lot of people that are out there doing the same thing and that they're going for it and everything that comes along with it, whether it be someone who has to make music just because it's part of who they are or the people that are like trying to make a lifelong career out of it. There's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of things that have really been eye opening, I guess, in a lot of ways for me. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to talk about that a little bit about how your eyes, but how our eyes have been opened. Um, I just talked about this earlier. Remember when I was playing the guitar for you or just not in, just in front of you, whatever. I wasn't playing for you, but like I was jamming just a little bit. I was playing a riff that we both know. And you were like, hey, how come you don't play it over here on this thing? Like, you know, and you picked up your guitar and you showed me like, oh, yeah, this is the same chord. It's over here, you know, and you weren't making a judgment. You were just saying you're just genuinely curious. Like, well, hey, how come you do it that way? And it forced me to think about it. Like, you know, I, I called it a musical blind spot. I was like. You know, I don't even, I know intellectually that that A chord is over in this position and also up on this part of the fretboard, but it's like, I don't think about it. 
it's just not something I see. It took another musician to go, hey, what about this? And, you know, I, I play the way I play because of the, there was like an expression when I'm moving up the fretboard that I can kind of like slide into a note that I like doing, which is why I kind of do it. I realize the way I do it, but it's like at the same time, it's super useful to like have someone say, hey, here, here's the blind spot. Did you know this? And you're like, whoa, no, you know, I, I wasn't really looking at that. I wasn't thinking about it. It's just there's something about that process that that does sort of open your eyes a bit. And I, we've been doing this intellectually now uh, with other musicians now for over a year. And I feel like this is what happens. I th we talk to these people and you hear them and we're all talking about some of the same things, right? How'd you get started? You know, what happened along the way? You know, many similar, not exactly the same questions, but a lot of the similar questions. And it was like every person's answer was just like, it's like taking an object and moving it to an angle you had never thought to look at. And you're like, whoa, the light looks different over here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was, you know, everything that you're saying does resonate with me. Um, it was one of the more poignant things that I think I came away with was especially looking at myself was I the type of person that didn't want to see the other side? Was I the type of person that, that thought that the way I looked at it was the best way or not to say I haven't always been an open person, right? right. But maybe I wasn't as open as I could have been as far as when it as far as listening up. to my riffs, is that specifically what you're... Okay, sorry, go ahead. As far as... Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> the hundreds of riffs that I didn't want to use. <laughs> if only the beautiful listeners had heard about that before. I know, right? It's like, geez, they need to yeah, understand. <laughs> but mainly, like, perspectives on life. Yeah. Just being willing to to hear everyone's story. How many times in my life have I been the Ryan who turns down riffs? You know what I'm saying? How, how many times have I been the guy to shoot down the other person's idea? Because you know another Ryan originate from me. Yeah, Ryan, what's his name? Because you're, you're my favorite not Ryan. Talking about me. Yeah, Ryan uh, Seacrest, Ryan G G Gosling, G Gosling. Was it Ryan Reynolds? There's a few of them out there. There's Congrats. a few of them out there. Yeah, but you're definitely all the, good guys. I'm assuming all great guys. Remember that Ryan bass player? Where are, wherever you are, Ryan, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the story. He is part of the story. He's probably still rocking on the bass somewhere. He's a, he was an amazing musician. But yeah, man, like how many times have I been the Ryan, the you who turns things down because the idea is done? No, I'm, I, I can't. I got to stop talking trash all the time. But you know, in life. How many times I have like I that's been a generalization? It's a generalization on poor Ryan's. Yeah. Uh, but how many times have I been the person to bat down someone else's point of view or perspective? Dude, uh, it's it's humbling to know that it's absolutely been like I've been so busy in my head and so energetic in my presentation with how I present myself to the world that other people just sort of get. Well, uh, railroaded ramrod i don't know the word i'm looking for they i, I tend to just sort of Rail like road. yeah bit yeah i mean I, I tend to just push forward and then like the other person's like okay how many times did that happened in my life and i didn't see it i was like blind to that i was doing this like it's just the way i was i was just running so fast i didn't have time to like like 
see other people's perspectives, you know? Yeah, I think we're all guilty of it to a certain extent. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there's no, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with pulling from your collective experiences in life mm-hmm. and making making judgments that are best for you or making uh making decisions or you know philosophies of life just because you know this has been true for me so i believe x y and z because my life experience has taught me that that's okay right you know you had kind of have to do that at some point but not to the extent of you know i can sit down with someone that has an opposing view even maybe and just hear why they believe what they believe in a calm just open-minded um type of way it's really hard to take out like especially if someone believes something different than you there's this like reflexive emotion that my primal brain wants to go nah i can't listen nah, la 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 plug my ears and you know what i mean but like can i be open-minded enough to just quell the beast like quell that say hey chill out inner inner mj just like listen and listen it, you know clear up the chatter in my own head and listen and the thing is i feel like we should be allowed to evolve as human beings you we've talked about this before how someone who's known you for a long time might have an idea of who they think you are or who you're supposed to be yeah and sometimes it's hard for people to change because of that the force and influence of that thing is that we should be allowed to evolve as human beings and from one day to the next if we want to adopt a new idea because of something we've learned or experienced that should be okay yeah because it should be okay i've been on both sides of a lot of fences you know because because life happens and you realize you know maybe i was wrong about this maybe i thought i had this element of my life figured out and now this new evidence has been presented to me and i'm i'm open to hearing it and guess what it changed my mind even deeply sincerely held beliefs right yeah you can be wrong we i have been wrong exactly and you know i guess you can feel guilty maybe if you yeah you can feel guilty maybe (laughs) Uh, you, you know what that was um just if you if you're known to be standing or dying on a certain hill Oh, yeah. For a long period of time or hold, you know, like you said, if you have a deeply held opinion or philosophy on life and a lot of people knew that, and especially if you were vocal about it and then you decide to change, I can see how some people might be like, hmm, you know, and there might be a little bit of guilt. there, like, wow, I did trumpet a certain ideal or a certain opinion. And but that's okay man like yeah why is it more socially acceptable to die on that hill you know you're wrong you're you're aware that you were made a mistake but like socially speaking it's sometimes actually a lot of times 
more expedient to just die on that hill as opposed to just admit, hey, I'm a human being. I made these pre- presumptions and things um, without seeing the full picture. And I thought I saw the pi- full picture, but, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And you can't see what you can't see. That's part of uh, what the conversations that we've had, you know, there are a lot of people out there doing their thing musically. And we've talked to people all over the world from different different realms of music and creation and, and other people that are just creatives. And you start to see the different elements of people's lives and what they've had to go through to be able to express themselves or to to try to make their dream a reality and it does you there really can't be a preconceived notion you know like all the conversations we've had about how people decide to get into the music industry or how how they decide to be a a creative or how they decide to create their art or how mm-hmm. they decide you know, to implement their art. Mm-hmm. It's so different. And a lot of times people struggle with explaining it because it's it's such a nuanced thing. There's not a magic pill. There's not a formula. It's just, it's the experience. You You just got to do it and experience it. Yeah, life is in the nuanced details, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's part of it. You know, doing this has helped me become more of the type of person I want to be, which is I want to hear, I want to get get the full scope of possibilities. You know, when you hear these different elements and nuances of people's lives, you realize how can I possibly have a preconceived notion about anything? When it's such a varied possibility, oh, I in my mind of when you ask that question, I go, "Well, because there are some things that have to have a bedrock, right? There's some things that we have to kind of make we have to make assumptions for our brains to work. If we took in all the information around us in real time as the first time that we've taken this information, uh, we'd go insane. Like if I, if I, you know, you just drank a glass of water right now, right? If I looked at that water and really looked at it again for the first time, it's an interesting substance, isn't it? I mean, like, first off, you call it water, but it's the word water has nothing to do with the drinkable liquid. The drinkable liquid has all these weird properties. It can freeze. It can boil. You know, it can become these different things. It can transform. It, it, it can shape the entire progression of mankind and where the way the oceans work and the way, like, you know, the ice caps melt uh, over the last ice age completely has shaped the human experience, right? So it's like, it's just the substance that we take for granted. It's just in this cup that you drink from. You know, and that's, you know, that may sound a little metaphysical or whatever, like philosophical, whatever you want to call it. But, like, I can't have that inner discussion every time I take a sip of water. It's just like I can't, like, when I interact with other people, there's a there's a surface layer that I have to, like, a persona, whatever, an ego that I have that I that I use in the world that I have to remain surface level with, with, with most people because 
I either don't have the time or I can't judge that they have the necessarily the depth to even go into the deep waters with me. And, and it's why I appreciate the, well, first off, I'm also surprised how many people do have that depth and, and I'm always, it's always a happy surprise uh, when someone wants to go there with me. But like, that's one of the reasons I really like, I've fallen in love with the show and the people that come on it and the people that listen to it because it's given me this outlet in my life that I've never had access to like intelligent, creative people who will go there with me and have no problem getting deep about their experiences and their perspectives. And, uh, it's, you know, think about that, dude, like, like how, how crazy would life be if you could only go into the deep waters and everything all the time and you couldn't do surface, like we have to make certain judgments and certain, you see what I'm saying? Like, we can't like it's too much information almost and that's not even including all the crap on the internet that. you know uh, that part i understand like i understand that um there has to be general that we accept certain things as generalities yeah there you go it's well, so well said yep that's there's certain there's certain it. things that the consensus will agree you know the sky is blue stuff like that and i understand that because you can't like well today i walk out you know of my house and today the sky is i don't know what color it is it just i don't like to put labels on anything (laughs) you know what i mean like i could see how you could take it too far you know what i mean and i'm not talking about that no that makes sense but you know it's weird and it gets me it has me thinking about the color blue like okay the the blueness of a blue experience like, okay, I see this color. I'm wearing a blue shirt right now, and your your guitar is blue. They're different shades of blue uh, in the background there. But, like, how do I know that the color blue that you see with your eyes is the same color blue that I experience? I mean, I understand that we can, un- we understand the, I forget what they're called, the cones in the eyes. Like, we've dissected other humans, and so we know that the body parts are the same in other humans. We and stuff. need a shared reference point. Yeah, I think but that's like, what it is. We need but a shared reference point. What if all the blue that you see, if I saw it with my eyes from my brain, my perspective, I would interpret it as red. But because we just we both point at the guitar that's blue and say that's blue, you know, to you it's blue, to me it's it's blue, but you actually see something that's red. I would see it as red if I saw it in your eyes. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Right. I don't know right, if that's any a sense. personal no that's a Weird. personal experience and of a shared experience. Yeah. We so need they, a like I said we, we need, need a general reference point. Yeah. We need a general reference point so we can communicate. I think I was there's an element more for me of speaking to the judgment of other people's character or judgment yeah, like the judgment of other people's character based on nothing. Maybe except a physical appearance or a small uh, sample size of what you think this person is. Or a person that is the X, right? An X world. Oh, well, if they're in X world, they probably have these characteristics. and they're pro- But it's like we can't do that, you know, because right. every individual is so different. Even if I'm a metalhead, I play in a metal band, 
I play heavy music. Can you really make any assessment on what type of person I am based on no. that? Besides the fact I'm creative and I'm a musician, you really can't. If you've never really, if your only experience of metal music is like what I grew up with, it's like stay away. It's like seeing red. It's like danger, danger. These people are probably bad. You know, oh, tattoos, bad. I mean, it's just how I was raised. You know, and so you you have all these preconceived generalities that you don't even know they're blind spots because you you don't you don't know what you don't know, and and you don't understand that people are just people, and they're beautiful, and they're wonderful, and they're they're vulnerable, exactly what they amazing. Need. Yeah, exactly, dude. Or the whole, what does your mom think of your hair? Remember that came up. Oh my god, it's like you see how even the color or style of someone's hair. It can generate in other people this, this like, I've got this person figured out already. Like an image. Know? Yeah. There's an image in that other person's mind that is so inaccurate, but they don't know how to unsee the image. Yeah. Right. So it's that type of thing. You know, like, when it comes to individuals, when it comes to humanity, like, I've, I, have to hear, I have to hear another person's story, and I have to, I have to converse with them. And I have to take a lot of things in before I can even begin to understand who that person really is. Mm. And I guess that the whole experience of us getting to know people is is really it's it's a isn't cool, that what we're doing? Cool, fun thing, yeah. It's like because think about what happens in these conversations. Like, there's always a there's like a, a wait out period, so to speak, where it's like you get the, the person jumps on, and it's like usually. I mean, typically these conversations happen, they're not near instant, but we don't spend a whole lot of time with the guests before we actually hit record. We, we try to just say, hello, all right, well, we're going to have an open conversation. We give them a quick rundown. I'm going to play a little clip from the startups and that little audio clip to end us. And then we just jump in like most of the time. And we're essentially complete strangers. <laughs> I mean, complete strangers. Yeah. And like there is a moment and on pretty much every conversation I can think where it's just like you can feel that something shifts and this person is able to just relax a bit and be them, the most themselves as they can be in whatever, whatever time constraint they have, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, hour, half. And, and that's part of the process what we're doing. It's like you're, you're, you're getting to like, we're trying to, there's some people catch on quicker than others, but it's like, there's a realization on the other person's part to go, Oh, these guys are just trying to like see my humanness. Like we just want, they just want to like level with me on a human level. And, and it's a recognition. We're a little bit different that way. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. And in all honesty, man, when you look at all the people we've had on, there's not really a particular reason why you can say it's been this particular list of people. It's, you know, when we're out, in the world experiencing content hmm. there are certain people that come across your path and you're there's something about what they're doing and the way they're doing it especially for for this format that's like you know talking to this person is probably going to be a a fun conversation yeah and you know that's kind of the element of it you know is there have been people out there that were doing after we started this and we we obviously want to have people on we see people out there doing their thing in a way that was intriguing 
enough for us to want to talk to them you know something about their their personality that came through in their music and their their content that's like you know let's talk to this person and i always love that moment because <clears throat> it always seems to happen because you know we 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 find some common ground and you can start to match up this person's personality to their art and you're like i understand your art better because i'm getting to know you and i understand this expression that you do and it's magical dude like it's magical when it happens it, it's like it's the highlight of my life dude like to be able to have this keep happening where you're like oh my god i get this now i get this song that you wrote or i get this style that you're doing like this thing is magic. Or you might have thought, I know some people when they create art, <laughs> we know we've, we've talked to people who are really, they're purists. They, they yeah. want to create just to create. And yeah, that's, that's kind of a cool thing, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so a lot of times they don't necessarily know what the purpose of what they're doing is maybe there's not even one and there's other people that are like you know i wanted to convey this specific idea or that idea and when you take an art you kind of generate an idea of what you think it meant right and it's it's really interesting to hear people explain what it really meant for them when they created it because sometimes it's the complete opposite of what you thought it might be yeah like i see red but it's really blue yeah yeah it's just funny again that that's the whole reason why we're doing this right. <laughs> you know what i mean to get the different perspective to to hear something we've never heard before to you know to boldly go where no one has gone before okay yeah maybe I, I i know other people have <laughs> have done something similar but yeah it's been uh and we were talking earlier about when we started this thing it was just i don't even know why really i mean i don't know that we really sat down and we're like you know what we have this this specific goal that we're trying to do and and this is the best way to do it. it the just, it the main happened. goal, the main thing that we had, I, I just, I stepped over your toes there at the end of your sentence. I'm sorry, I just realized. Um, we did have, we did have a goal, and it was to to have the most meaningful conversations that we could have. That was the number one thing. We talked about this, and it was like, there wasn't any other agenda. There was, and, we, and that's, and we wanted it to be open-ended. Like, we don't, we want to get to know humans, people, who are doing this thing, this music thing, this or whatever it is, this artistic thing, this this creative thing, and we just want to like have this open ended conversation and see where it leads. And, and obviously, we want to promote people. Yeah, yeah all, these are all now we're getting to the secondary, tertiary, whatever uh, uh, reasons. But like, what it comes down to is we want to have meaningful conversations, meaningful connections with other people. That's what it's about. Yeah, I think maybe maybe people aren't used to that you know a lot of the press and a lot of it's meant to be kind of disconnected and let's just talk about the facts when when's the tour date when when's your what's your new song called when is it coming out 
okay, cool. See you later. You know? Yeah. What are, what are the 10 questions that I've written down ahead of time that I want to ask you? If you have wrong with that, there's nothing wrong with that. It just, they might not be used to the vibe of, Oh, okay. This is, you know, a little more personal, but think about when you meet another person, there is a list of questions that you typically do ask. What do you do for a living? Where are you from? Do you have family? See what I'm saying? Like there's these questions, but if you write them down and ask them of people rapid fire in a row, there's something impersonal about that, right? If you're just meeting somebody, you know, it feels like speed dating or I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it just, it's weird. Right. And, and like, if you can just let what the other person wants to talk about come up organically, just by prompting a few general questions that says, tell me about you. It's more open-ended. It's harder, right? Cause you have to, the other person has to think to come up with a response. But we, I mean, you get so much more of the humanity of that other person. And that's, I mean, it's what a privilege, dude. Like some of the conversations, not some, all of these conversations have been so meaningful. And, but especially recently, as we, the more and more we do this, we definitely get more dialed in. Like we're better at what we're doing for sure. Like you can see over the course of a year, we've gotten better at interviewing people and it's just it's allowed us to get to this space where we can really like have these really special conversations that I can't find anywhere else anywhere on the internet anywhere in my life like this is the only place I can do that and it's like again dream job like it's it's like I'm living a dream it's so surreal yeah it is surreal uh you know we were we like to go back and and listen and um just i i think you should just to see what you do well or don't do well and you know from a professional aspect what what have we done well what have we not done well how did why did this go this way or that way and uh so we go back and listen and i think it's a good thing to analyze your performance you know I, I agree, and I do no. that, but I also well, enjoy. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I was gonna. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think we have to do both. You know, we listen back just for the enjoyment and enrichment of it. Yeah, I I listen back, and I and I. It's like I'm right back in that chair in that moment, and it's like I'm getting to know that person over again, and I'm like, because like, how many? What av weird avenue do you have where you have a. a a, a recording of meeting someone who you think is amazing you know and I've, i think everyone's come on the show is amazing frankly so like going back and listen to each one of these episodes i go oh my god like it, you hear things you didn't hear the first time it just it, it i enjoy the process of getting to know people i'm interested in people and it's like what a privilege to be able to like go back and, and enjoy them as a human being again. <laughs> There's, there is also a, uh, a lot of what the hell was I thinking in that moment? moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, if I'm honest, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I embarrassed myself uh, quite a bit in front of a lot of people. Well, that's um, another thing, man. <laughs> we don't script these things. Like you said, we don't necessarily have a list of questions. It's like, this is there's a few basics, but yeah, real time live in the moment on the spot. Know? So, so that's, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. 
foot and mouth syndrome. We're definitely going to say things that we might go back and go, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Or was that, you know, did that go down a path I shouldn't have gone down? Like, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what did, where was I going with that? How did that come off? <laughs> Hopefully, you know, yeah. It, a lot of times in the moment, it's hard to, hard to gauge a lot of that. But yeah. that's the fun of doing it. Yeah, I just, I think it's uh, valuable, like you said, you know, for professional reasons to go back and listen and, and get, get, take notes, right? And, and okay, oh, I could have done this here. Or I could have timed this pause here. It's just like uh, fighters do this. They watch their own film. Um, I think, I do think performers and musicians should do this. So, you know, to, if you can be lucky enough to have someone to film your performance, you should check it out and see what you're doing evaluate it and try to get better um i think there's a sharpening effect that happens when you do that you get more precise as you go along and it is better. hard for me to listen to my own voice though <laughs> on a record yeah right you're like oh there's a super soldier deep mr there gandalf over here of, there is a lot of people and <laughs> i agree with that man it's not easy to listen back to yourself and hear things that you would have liked to maybe do a little different or you know like those moments the the what the hell was i thinking moments <laughs> yeah it's not easy to hear those back oh man i i can, that resonates with me so much man it's, it's and i and you have been better about going back and i i've i've delayed that in a lot of a lot of situations so go, like going back and listen to every episode because i'm just like uh it's a lot of content and i'm like do i really want to hear myself be silly or make a fool well, yeah. in all honesty man you know? there was um there was a few conversations um where i wasn't in the best way for them in the best and, way yeah i don't know if that came off to whoever we were talking to but you know sometimes not every day is going to be your best day and you know, things happen, you go through things and uh, right. sometimes you're not, you don't show up in the, the way you would like to show up, so to speak. Well, I mean, I'll just be honest, man. I'll be vulnerable with you and the beautiful listeners. When, when we started this show and doing these recordings, I was in the midst of, of multiple personal crises, crisis in my life on multiple fronts. Uh, questioning the very basics of what I believe and what I'm here on this earth for and um, my career, my, my religion, I mean, my, my relationships that I was in severe emotional crisis and have been <laughs> through the pandemic and through, you know, I've been finding myself and trying to find who the hell I am. Um, and the, it's been painful it's been excruciating, frankly, and it's been the hardest journey I've ever taken on my life. And um, talking to these people, to these beautiful guests, and the show has been, I can't describe it, like an anchor, like, a, like something that, that I wouldn't let go of. Like the rest of my life uh, kind of fell to pieces and, and, I, and I wouldn't let this one thing go because it's like, this thing has given me something that I've never had before. I've never had access 
to these conversations before. And I, no matter what happened, I was like, I can't, you know, even if I got to go live in my car, I, I can't, I can't let this thing go. You know what I mean? And so like, that's, yeah. that's the place I was at. And, uh, well, you know, it's, that was the, I mean, it was just an inter, I guess interesting is a word that <laughs> literally at around the time where we decided to do this, um, you know, you were talking about what you were going through. I mean, I was going through some of the worst moments of my life too. You know, like you said, trying to, I don't know if it was, we reached this point in life where there were certain things we wanted to do and they hadn't happened. And for people like us, it kind of surfaced in a way to where I was in a horrific mental state, you know? Um, and I, I literally, what was it like maybe two or three weeks after we decided to do this thing, I quit a job that I'd been at out of just, just up and quit. I'd been there for 12 years. That's right. Wasn't even sure, you know, what I was going to do. And not, and, and here's the thing, man. Looking back on it now, I'm still in the process of trying to get my head straight. Same. Um, at that point in time, dude, I was still on some pretty potent medications. Anti-anxiety, anti-depression medications that I didn't want to be on. You know, but I didn't know what else to do. And, you know, the combination of, of struggling with mental illness on top of making a drastic decision, like, I, I just need to get out of this job. Um, and then all of a sudden you're at home, you know, way more. You have way more free time while you're trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, Which can be good and bad. Yeah. And what's funny, dude, we've, uh, we've talked about, <laughs> you know, those songs that I wrote for my dogs, which I love. That's how, that's how far gone I was. Okay. I was sitting on my couch one day in my living room, you know, around the time that I normally would have been at work. Right. And I'm like, you know, in those moments where you literally don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know. Talk about the frayed, frayed ends of sanity. So I pick up my guitar, you know, and uh, my dog Rocky is just laying there, you know. And I'm like, it just occurs to me, what if I just wrote some songs on the spot about my dogs while I'm here, right? Because they're they're uh, sharing this weird experience with me at this moment. <laughs> so uh, I did that, right? But here's the thing. When I listened back to that, I was like, man, I kind of went was nuts in a way at that point. <laughs> Dude. 
I was I mean, not in a good way. I feel you. But like you talked about, the one consistent thing is this show has gone on. Even yeah. if we weren't in the best mental state, we somehow were able to to set these conversations up and talk to these people. And regardless of how we showed up, like we've been sincere about this. Like we value people's time and we really just, we want to just have a meaningful conversation, yeah. you know? I think it's been amazing. Like if people could only see behind the scenes and like, it was like drunken master, you know what I mean? Like completely a wreck, you and me both, like mentally not doing the best. And it's like, but when it's time to perform and come and do this thing and, and try to communicate, I feel like we, you know, maybe, I don't know what the perception of the guests are, right? But like, it feels like we knock it out of the park. Look, you know, like, I'll, I'll be completely candid about it, dude. There were, there have been episodes where because of medications, you know, I was in a compromised state, you know, I knew what I was doing. I, I, I knew, and, and don't get me wrong, I've been engaged with every single conversation, but you know what I mean. Right. No, because I've been in that, because I and was in I the same no boat. Choice. I had no choice but to, and, especially, and here's the thing, I did get off the medications. Which I've been off them for going on a year and a half. But when you're, when you're used to being on the most potent medications that you can be on, right. that you can be prescribed, and then all of a sudden you try to get off of them. It's dangerous, dude. Your body does not respond well to that. It just doesn't. Well, and I'm proud of you, man. And I was right there with you, dude. Like going through, well, you know what I was going through. And, and like we were both compromised, man. Like honestly, we were. And, and somehow we managed to like keep this thing going. I don't, I honestly, it's, I, the word I would use is miracle. I don't even know if that, that word is appropriate. But like it feels like a miracle that look how far we've come, man. Look, look, look at look at these amazing human beings that we've we have met along the way. They're, they've been angels, each one of them, man. Like every single one of them, in their own way. They don't even I don't even think they truly comprehend how much they've meant to us. Yeah, you know? it's it's one of those things where the people that show up for you, you know what I mean. And even though it wasn't a professional sense, right? But they showed up for us to support something that we were doing in a more professional sense. You remember, at least when you're in that type of state where you're trying to build back up and get things to where you want them to be, you remember the people that were willing to show up for you. Oh, yeah. And, you know... Again, you you go down the guest list. Why was it these individuals? I don't you know. I don't know who could have done it. Those are the ones that that just that showed up for us. Right. They said yes. They found us. We found them, but they found us. You know, and they were the ones that showed up for us. Yeah. And the cumulative effect of all those conversations. I mean, it it kind of saved my life in a way. I. You know, we talked about earlier about how art can enrich your life, but that we also heard a very specific example of art saving 
people's lives and it's it's fascinating to me that because we finally decided to do this something we both wanted to do for a long time that in a way it kind of did help save our lives because i think to myself what if we wouldn't have done this you and I, I mean, we were, we've always been from France, man, like for as long as I can, as long as I've met you, man, we, we sort of hit it off and we're at the races ever since that first time we played guitar together. But like, it's certainly strengthened our bond. Like as, as professionals, you know, we went from this space where, you know, we just hung out and we were friends and we, yeah, we played some music and we played some shows together, but we weren't, we didn't have a professional working relationship like we do now. And I think we've grown as people. We've had to in order to do this and it's it, I, it's it's certainly strengthen our bond as well man and and yeah man it's it's i i i can't i can't even like add to what you said really I, it, it saved my life too man like uh it's, it's a, giving me an you anchor realize, you realize how valuable it is to allow people to share their energy with you Oh yeah, dude. All and when people are the people that have been on that were willing to talk about, hey, this was my origin story. This is yeah. And there are some people that have traumatic things happen around that time that maybe, you know, maybe I don't want to go back and talk about this stuff or mm. maybe I don't want to talk about the audition that went horribly or maybe I don't want to talk about how I whiffed at my first live performance cuz I was so nervous, but it, people have been willing to talk about these things you know people have been willing to answer the questions thoughtfully yeah and i guess you can say it has saved lives you know because honestly dude it, the weight of that idea is hitting me in the moment i don't know what i would have done with myself if it weren't for this thing as as abstract or crazy as that might nah, sound man, it's just we're in the same boat where we, and it's the timing was weird too where we were both at in our lives and we you know we're close in age and so like i don't know maybe that's what it is whatever kind of like midlife crisis type of thing or whatever i know we're not I old enough to be midlife but you know what i'm saying like or or perhaps the timing was uh uh more in line because of like the pandemic right and whatever everybody's going through turmoil but it certainly was like right at the same time we both had these separate but equally existential crises crises in our in our life um and there's something about this show that sort of like step by step you know one at a time you know you get a little better and and it's it's given us something to focus on that's been bigger than ourselves, you know. Yeah, I like you said. I don't think that the people that have been on will quite understand what it meant when they did it. I don't know that they ever, I, and I don't know that there's a way we can convey that to them. You know, some of them might not even remember being on. <laughs> you know what I mean? but it, it's again timing timing has so much to do with a lot of things yeah but 
yeah, that's just reflecting on it and and you start to think like listening back like you said it it transports you back transports you back to that moment and you start to remember and as you evolve over time and try to make yourself to figure out who you are right what how do i want to be you how do i want to you can recognize that maybe there were certain times where you weren't at your best or you were in a really rough spot. And I look back on, that's why I think about those those songs that I wrote for my dogs and I laugh at myself because I'm like, Ryan, you were not in a good way at that moment. But Ryan, I mean, I know you've, you haven't wanted to necessarily work on those songs in the band, but like, they're damn good, man. Like, those are some of my favorite little tunes you've ever written and they're just simple songs. You know, I wrote during that period too, man, and I was writing songs for my kids. I mean, that's where Eventide came from and um there's a few others that that are going to make it to my second solo record i think that that were from this period where i just i had no hope so i wrote this song called hope you know and it's like right. yeah man there's something there's something i don't know if therapeutic is even the word because I, I think that it, it it cheapens the experience there there's something essential there's something human about what you did writing those songs there's something vulnerable. There's something, there's something deep, deep, deep down inside the, the primal brain that makes us what we are that you were able to reach into and come up with something out of the ether. You created something, man, in your deepest sorrow. And so did I. And so did we by creating the show. And it's, it's a miracle, man. It's, it's nothing short One of... One of the things that, that also prompted that is... Um... Like I told you, I was, I was on one of the most potent medications that you can be on. Right. Pharmaceutically. And there are, there are a handful of substances that once your body becomes used to them or dependent on them, if you immediately stop, you can die. Right they're called benzodiazepines and here's the thing i wasn't it's not like i was going to uh to some dark alley to buy this stuff like right. this was in prescribed. good faith prescribed yeah. to me by trusted medical professionals and the thing is there's nothing that you can do about it if you're on these medications for a long enough period of time this is kind of what happens, you know? And it's all fine and good until you go through it. You know, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Is is this risk worth the reward, you know? And I did something semi-stupid, which was just try to quit. <laughs> <laughs> which was extremely stupid of me to do. Um, and it it did not go... Well, the thing is, it's going to be held. <laughs> going to be held no matter what. Everyone who's right. who's gotten off of those type of medications, um, you know, I was listening to Jordan Peterson on on Joe Rogan talk about his experience getting off of them. Right, and it's a real thing, man. I've I've had to do it too, and um, I luckily was not on as long as you were, but like, it's not easy, man. It's not. 
So there was a, you know, the withdrawals or the, I guess, detoxing it out to the point where your body yeah. can re-regulate. Some of those days were just, they were living hells. You know what I mean? So there was, there was one day where I just, I couldn't, I was tired of lying in bed. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't, my, my, I was in this weird state of perpetual like pain i don't know how to describe it but so i really couldn't watch anything or listen to music because it was just too sensor the the sensory overload was just too much yeah. yeah so literally it got to the point where i was laying by the door and just staring outside <laughs> oh man i'm literally lay, lying there in my underwear okay <laughs> staring outside <laughs> and um just staring at my dogs outside. And the weird thing was, is I began to like observe their personalities a little more and things that were going on in their little world. And, you know, I would see the wind in the trees and I would see, you know, birds kind of flying and landing on my wall or on the trees in my backyard. And I'm like, you know what? there was this weird piece that came from that. So that's kind of what prompted me to write about my dog. Just, I was kind of in tune with them at that moment in my life. Yeah, man, it's beautiful. But, I mean, I know you, you write it off as a, you know, it's a little silly, but no, man, like I was touched when I, and I was also touched that you even shared the songs with me, dude. Like they're, they're great songs, man. Like I like them and I, I think it's, it's just a weird uh that's what it is like it, i'm like oh man i that's i just wasn't i wasn't thinking straight either man it made it a little quirky but i mean you're kind of quirky bro like you have your own there's a ryan-ness about no, but, you and it's not just about the song you. it's just in general dude i just you know you hit those moments where you kind of slipped into a me mental state that's more severe than you even realize because it was a gradual thing I see. Gradual. And you're able to summon enough common sense to be like, I need to do something about this. <laughs> and then by the time you pull yourself out and kind of get right again, you realize, man, I was more far gone than I thought I was. Yeah, I can really, this resonates with me, man. Like, well, what I went through, man, and... Yeah, I didn't realize how much I was, how miserable I really was until I, well, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about certain subjects. I mean, I don't know, it's not that anything's off limits. It's just, I, I left, I left the religious organization that I grew up in. I left for good. And I lost my job. I got, you know, went through family change and, you know, it just, I was really bad, man. I was really, really, I was more than I knew. Like, it took coming to Texas. That's what I mean, yeah. It's the more I took, that you know. Type like, I, it took me literally leaving the state to clear my head. And then I went, holy crap. You know, and life, if you're not careful, man, life can do that to you, bro. Like, life can catch up and sneak up on you, and you're like, whoa. Well, the but, thing is it's real thing yeah it's real 
I I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're good. Mental illness, mental health is a real thing. I know yeah. a lot of times if you haven't gone through it yourself or don't know someone personally that has gone through it, it's mm-hmm. easy to maybe to, for some people to dismiss it or to have preconceived notions or wrong ideas about it. It's a real thing, man. You know, people don't decide to take their lives over something that's not a big deal. You know, and like you said, it can sneak up on you. That's why I think it is important to. Like for us, we hit the point where like we need to do something we actually love in life, something we're actually passionate about, something we we look forward to. We're excited about. And the show was that, you know, that wasn't happening with my job. I dreaded, I dreaded going to work, you know, and it takes a while to, to, to be able to understand why you felt the way you did or whatever. But so you have to do that. Otherwise it's like, what's the point of living? If you don't at least make some time for something you're excited about, if you, if you suppress, if you just put it, put all that stuff completely on the back burner, it's not going to go well. And I'm not even saying be crazy like me and quit everything that you were doing ah, you know? or like me. I essentially yeah. did the same thing, man. Right. I mean, I'm not saying to do that. I'm, I'm just saying at least make time. For for things that yeah, you before you have so to quit. About. Oh God, I'm sorry. I to no, feel. You said no, no, but you said to feel time, uh, to take time to to do the things that you feel strongly about, right? Yeah, because that angst is going to be there whether you think it is or not. And the point that I was rushing to add was that do it before it comes to the point where you do have to lose everything, and everything collapses around you. You know, I don't I don't see the people on the side of the road. You know who I'm talking about. You see them everywhere in every city in this country. Every big city anyway. I I don't see them as like I see them like the world collapsed around their feet. It collapsed around all of us. Some of us handle it better than others. And some of us ended up homeless. And like it happens, man, it happened to everybody. And to be able to have a little bit of compassion, a little bit of understanding for your fellow human beings. Um, A lot of us, you know, we're so wrapped up in what's going on in our lives. We don't see it. We don't see it. We're not as as, uh, forgiving with others, you know. Well, another thing is uh, the why can't this person just, quote, get it together? Yeah, dude. Sometimes it's not that simple. From the outside looking in, it might be that simple, right? But it's not. It's not. You know what I mean? Right. No one wants to end up in a bad place. No one wants to. Like you said, be, everyone's life is individual and there's different factors, but some people um, are just better at sucking up certain things or better at plowing through certain things but again you don't you you don't know what one person is going through on the inside you really don't 
everyone is such a good actor and some people like to that's why we wanted you know we've been wanting to it's kind of funny how this conversation evolved but we wanted to to maybe talk about some things that are a little more personal just yeah. because this is life as much as anyone the even the most successful perfect person you might think you know they're just the best at hiding all those things i feel like or they're just in a different circumstance right you know so like or they we, they've yeah they've pushed past the right. certain things right yeah 100 percent. and they're and we've met people who are very successful and they're the same as you and me man like they're people they're just people they have their ups and downs too they have their doubts insecurities they're no different they're no different they have their like yeah you you might look at someone and be like well, Wow, this person is one of the best in the world. They're they're doing things that most people only dream of, and little do you know, they have this certain goal that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, like you don't see their struggle, right? Yeah, and it just uh, it doesn't make you a weak person to have weaknesses. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's part of the human condition. It's it's not always about it's not always about winning in the way that people would think it is sometimes winning is a battle right sometimes winning is a process it's, sometimes it's not, winning it's is surviving right sometimes winning is just getting through and not losing your shit right <laughs> you know surviving is can be a bigger win than some people understand you know i, I look at I look at my life and maybe the optics of it from some people might be like, what the, what the hell is this guy thinking at his age, doing the things that he's doing, what he's spending most of his time doing. And don't get me wrong. There's always room for improvement for everybody. But the thing is, there's more that goes into it behind the scenes. That's why, again, we're coming back to what we were talking about earlier you don't know you can't make any preconceived notions about an individual their character and no, all that don't. goes into that because the nuanced journey of life man well, it's quite literally a blind spot you can't see it you're never going to be able to really see things from another person's perspective right all you can do is be patient and listen that's the thing that and it's kind of funny how it's come around you know and if you don't take the time to listen if you don't take the time to try to understand another person you never will there has to be that you know okay let me hear the story and that's why we love stories the origin story and the story of that story of this so beautiful listeners know that we we will continue what we're doing and continue getting better. And we're going to continue to listen, to connect, to have these meaningful conversations and create a, a, a space that is conducive to art and to uh, real human connection. That's what we're doing. You all inspire us. Uh, the guests that have come on have inspired us, each one of them in their own way. 
and uh, we feel connected to to this invisible web of a community that that's been right in front of us the whole time we just didn't know it man but like there are others like us and we're gonna find them and we're gonna we're gonna continue what we're doing yeah thank you to all you beautiful listeners around the world who have been along for this ride and we appreciate you and we want to keep putting good content out trying to get the have these conversations and make them the best we can and try to have the the people on that we feel are gonna you know provide a certain element of of entertainment but as well as enlightenment Well, man, I, I don't know if I can add much to that other than to just a, a few words of wisdom where I can say, uh, let's just be uh, wild and free. I like that one. Beautiful I listeners. Who says that. <laughs> I knew you could. Yeah, you couldn't let, couldn't let me hit end recording before you talk trash. All right. Um, <laughs> um, you know, we love you, beautiful listeners and uh and our guests and uh and and ryan each other love you bro bye